Blog Talk Radio. everyone and welcome to another episode of the mystical matchmaker i am your matchmaker marla martinson oh my gosh we're already into may can you believe it i know it's just going by so fast and my husband was telling me yesterday we were standing in the kitchen and he says gosh that as we get older time is just going by so fast so we've really got to seize the moment and enjoy every moment and uh I have a special guest today. If you've been following my podcast, you've already heard myself and the wonderful Susan Allen doing several podcasts to help you find love and keep love. Um, And today we're going to be talking about monogamy, lifelong monogamy. It's such an interesting subject. I have been in relationships where uh, in a past uh, marriage to a sexy Frenchman, uh, he was not monogamous. And uh, people would say, oh, yeah, that's the French way. But I can tell you, my French girlfriends were never thrilled when they found out that their boyfriend or husband were cheating. So I, they're not just taking it lying down, I'll tell you. Anyway, uh, my special guest, Susan Allen, has created Uh, something called Heart Space Solutions so that you can learn how to create the most loving, intimate, and passionate relationships possible. She has developed unique tools and skills that will allow you to create the deepest level of desire, romance, understanding, peace, and cooperation, even when you are the only partner learning this. You know, a lot of people are in relationships. Their partner is not willing to do the work, not willing to see a counselor, not willing to whatever it is. And you, you're the one that's going to have to do the work, and Susan can teach you that. She also offers one-hour private telephone sessions, complimentary, free, F-R-E-E, so everyone can transform their lives. Then if you want to go on to work with her more, you know, you can do that, but she does offer one-hour free. And guess what? Susan and I also went into the studio and made something for you that is incredible. It is a t- video training Uh, for one hour called How to Marry a Billionaire. And that is on my website, marlamartinson.com, M-A-R-L-A-M-A-R-T-E-N-S-O-N, and go under free training. And you can look at that, and it's phenomenal. So I am going to bring on Susan right now. Hey, Susan, how are you doing? Hi, it's so great to be with you, Marla. I always have such a great time with you. Thank you. We do have a lot of fun and uh, help people at the same time. So we're talking about creating lifelong monogamy, and uh, it's it's a great topic now, especially with the Me Too movement and all these men coming out, you know, finding out they were cheating or doing all sorts of things. <laughs> so uh, first of all, let's talk talk about, before we dive into that, would you speak about what you believe is a true marriage? Yes, and very few of you have it. 
Okay. A marriage right. is a multi yes. yeah, it's a multi-dimensional partnership. It's the merging of two loving adults. Where your partner's needs being met is as important to you as your own needs being met. And in order to accomplish this, you have to have room for outside the box solutions. And, of course, the solutions have to work for both of you. And the basis of this truly magnificent, magnificent arrangement is that each of you has to be skilled. You have to be peaceful, honest, caring, kind. You have to be not only capable but willing to discuss everything so that you do find the best solutions. And so today, whenever you and I talk, Marla, it's about helping people look at potential solutions, and that's what we're going to do. Right, because there is such a high uh, divorce rate. Uh, People will just throw in the towel pretty quickly a lot of times, or they'll spend years suffering along and and not get help or not. Yes. Um, All right. So lifelong monogamy, is it is it possible? Uh, you know, are we really built for that? I mean, how can couples achieve this? As long as someone understands what a marriage is, and I call it 17 domains of marriage, and anyone who wants to email me or email you can have this. Sex, love, lifestyle choices, money, religion, children, child raising, health, family, chores, meals, appearance, career, retirement, home, morality, and monogamy. Mm. 17 entirely separate areas in which couples either happen to agree, but certainly not in all 17, or couples need to have enough skills to look at his point of view, her point of view, or if they're two men or two women, and come up with an outside-the-box solution. And as you know, Marla, this is what I teach clients to do. Right. No, those 17, that, that's, you wouldn't think there's that many, but there's, all of those are so relevant, every, every single one of them. Because you, know uh, yeah, you know what happens. If you don't have it, you have fear, anger, and sadness invading, literally invading the marriage. Right. And you mentioned chores. Chores, you know that we're all now men and and women both have to work most of the time, and so you've really got to that those chores can cause some flare ups and some arguments if you're not uh, every right if you don't every you know, one of these yeah. seventeen categories has plenty of room for July Fourth fireworks. Believe me, <laughs> <laughs> every one of them can bring you to your knees, begging yeah, for and mercy. The child- the child uh, raising too, because I thought, oh my goodness, if you know, I did not have children, but I, 
my ex, I was talking to my ex mother-in-law a few years ago because um, we're still very close and uh, my ex-husband had gotten remarried and they had a child. And then of course I wasn't surprised that he was divorced. He was a very uh, tumultuous kind of guy, but, but I, she told me the mother-in-law says, well, they didn't agree on the, uh, the wife did not want to vaccinate right. the child, and he thought that right. was just crazy. And I thought, oh, my goodness, thank goodness I didn't have kids because me and my husband have opposite views on all of this kind of stuff. Right. And it would have been, a, you know, really tough, even Disaster. feeding the dog sometimes. You know, yeah. So you've got – and this is something, though, that I'll bet many couples don't discuss before they get married and then start popping out those kids. They haven't said, well, you know, so they before don't, you get Marla, married. discuss right? anything. They don't discuss right. anything. Most marriages are like two very young children who decide mm-hmm. that going to the candy store seems like fun. Going right, to the candy so store is a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> right. It is. All right. Well, how, okay. You know what I, I love? Uh, you've talked about this before when you and I were chatting about swans. How how studying swans, how they teach us about monogamy, how does that work? Well, there's this fantasy that humans have. You know, we make animals into fantasy stories in many different ways. And, you know, mm-hmm. swans have a certain meaning. But the bottom line is it's a very practical reason that they made for life, which is that they learn every time they have a clutch of cygnets, which is what you call baby swans, so every time they have them, they're going to learn so that the mortality rate is lower and lower each time. So swans have enough of a brain that they're capable of learning and improving their parenting choices. That's all it's about. The other right. reason is they are better fighters as a team. So together, uh-huh. two swans can fight off any kind of danger from outside of yeah. you know the animals that might want to kill them, et cetera, so, or humans, sadly. So it is all about protection, and it is all the continuation of the species. Mm. And it's the opposite and for ducks. Stay, <laughs> and they often stay with their partners for life. Oh, and I love seeing those. They, no, they always couples, do. You know, swans, they stay, no, swans they are stay. monogamous for life. That's important for yeah. people to understand. The story we tell as humans about it is what's foolishness. Mm-hmm. The fact is they're monogamous. The reason, not what you think. And But ducks, I do see the, the male and female swimming along together all the time, a couple. Uh, do they, I wonder if they uh, are monogamous. No, ducks, hmm. no, not at all. No? Not at all. Okay. Ducks are never monogamous, and that's why the joke is about what the word duck rhymes with. No, ducks are never oh. monogamous. <laughs> They um, have a common practice of adultery. There's what they call extra pair mating. You see, science doesn't add all the judgments onto this stuff. That's what right. I like about yeah. science. It's yeah, just a fact. I like that. You know, and the reason is fascinating. So where swans are learning each time an egg hatches, for ducks, by finding extra mates through adultery, each bird is producing more ducklings. Mm -hmm. And so it's the opposite strategy based on the brain of the duck 
versus the brain of the swan. Remember, ducks are much smaller, by and large, than swans. So it's a brain size yeah. thing, and it's, it's a brain wiring thing as well. And you know how much I love explaining human behavior based on the way people are capable or incapable of thinking. So just right. remember, don't judge it. Just look at the benefits. So if your husband or your wife talks to you about cheating or about not cheating, don't make it into a whole story about right and wrong and good and bad. And for heaven's sakes, don't bring your religion into it if you want to have any clarity, more and more yeah. confused. Just look at your needs, your partner's needs, and look at the best potential ways that all of those needs or most of those needs can be met. And then you'll do fine. Mm. Yeah, religious religions, you know, teach us it's, it's bad. So, um yeah, I mean, it's so would you say it's good to be monogamous or you were saying don't take it as, you know, good or bad, just that's the way that's the brain right. is and decide decide whether that fits into your life or not, if that's what you want that's or not. Right. Now, right. let's remember, there are a lot of people who are very left-brained, and so mm-hmm. what they're interested in is power and money and getting ahead in the world and working hard and planning for the future, and there's nothing wrong with it. Then Mm -hmm. there are people who are very right-brained, and people who are very right-brained are interested in connection to the divine, visionary concepts and ideas, nature, the arts, love, passion, feelings, sex, intimacy, joy. Now, there are a few people who are interested in all of the above, but not, but very few. And so you've just got to understand who you are and understand who your partner is so that you can make the best decision. Again, it's co-creating the solution. Where couples right. make a pretty dangerous mistake is if one said, well, intimacy and pleasure should be as important to you as it is to me, and the other one says, well, money and power and saving for the future should be as important to you as it is for me. Right. It only works if we come up with a solution where we've co-created it and compromised on it. Yeah. You were mentioning all those lists on the right brain that described me to a T, every one, you know, all of those. You of know, course. Like, yes, yes, yes. Both yes, of yes, us. Yes. Of course. <laughs> yeah, you Both do. of us. When I, like, yeah. right brain there. Yeah. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Right absolutely. So how does sex affect any lifelong partnership you know for some couples it's a deal breaker others it's not that important and and as we're living longer too I mean sex I see you know people say oh yeah you could you should but there's kind of a pressure here that we should be having sex into our 70s 80s 90s hey maybe you know somebody had sex for 30 or 40 years and maybe that's just you know hormones and stuff it's not top priority anymore there's so many other things you want to enjoy so um, you know, how important is well, it to keep having sex, given, you know, in a, given that yeah. I'm older than you and given that I'm coming out of retirement right now, mm-hmm. I can mm-hmm. tell you I made a mistake <laughs> because I decided after menopause, maybe, you know, I don't know, four or five years after menopause that I was done. I'd had all these, you know, marriage proposals, two marriages. Right boyfriends coming and going, all the sex that anyone could ever dream of, fabulous sex, mind-blowing sex, you name it. So I decided Mm -hmm. 
that there wasn't anybody else for me, and I decided that, just like you said, so now I'm devoting my life to service even more. I'm a bodhisattva. I'm here to serve. I'm here to bring humanity into the golden age. So I'm done. I was mm-hmm. wrong. <laughs> I was wrong. So I'm now very much involved with someone, and I uh, am telling you that suddenly I discovered that I am not very different from the 16-year-old I was. Uh-huh. Or the well, 20-year-old. Well, that's a great point because – Et cetera. Right. That's an excellent point because so at that time when you decided you were done – uh, there wasn't anyone hot and interesting around you, and you had some other interests, and it just wasn't coming up. But now, despite of age, uh, somebody piqued your interest. And no, it didn't work again. that way. Right? No, it didn't no? work that way. No. Okay. I decided. I okay. decided in the middle of February of just this year that okay. I had made a mistake. Oh, and then okay. on February 28th, this person reconnected with me. So it was actually my intention that came first. And I actually spoke. So on February 15th, I had an awareness, a realization. Uh I was with a couple who are ecstatically happy together because of the work that the wife did with me. So I spent time with them and I was like, wow, wow. I ought to take a page out of my own book here. You know, (laughs) what what am I thinking? Then I went home and on February 22nd, I spoke to God about it. Uh-huh. And on February 28th, an extraordinary, extraordinary person who I haven't seen in, you know, 27 years, suddenly reappeared and reconnected. So it is always out of our intention. You know, I am left-brained enough, Marla, to tell you mm-hmm. that if I just drifted through life, I can guarantee you I'd be looking at a disaster. We yeah. can never yeah. afford to be just right-brained. I've been working for decades on my upper left brain, my lower left brain, the planning organization brain was always pretty strong. But until we bring ourselves into alignment and our whole brain is functioning, there will always mm-hmm. be suffering. And I'm saying this to every right. single person listening. Yeah, it's that balance. You've got to also, you know, you can be a visionary and, and dreamy, dreamer and artist, but you've got to have the left brain to save for your future and be uh, practical on, on things like that, business and things. To, yes, You know, that's for your right. security. And, yeah. Absolutely. So, okay. So, so, yeah, women can, or women and men can get charged up no matter what age, but um, now women <laughs> go go through, yeah, we could get those sparks flying, but women have to deal with something that can be kind of unpleasant called perimenopause and menopause. <laughs> and, yeah. and you've got to have, the, you say you've got to have those communication skills to discuss with your partner to say, what the hell's going on? I remember it's that, really... that episode. I was going to say, I remember that episode um, in All in the Family, Archie and Edith, when Edith was going through menopause and she was yelling and going berserk and Archie was, you know, the, uh, to completely confused, and he goes, "Switch back! I wanted you to switch back to how you were before." <laughs> <laughs> well, or hurry up anyone who wants to, anyone who yeah. wants to know how to switch back to how it was before, ought to definitely have a session with me, and I will tell you how to do it. There are a That's couple right. of oh, really extraordinary right. products. Uh, tell your email uh, before we get into sure. your email. Sure. Susan, S-U-S-A-N, 
at susanallen, A-L-L-A-N.org. And my phone okay. is 818-314-1200, 818-314-1200. So when we talk about either a husband or a wife losing interest in sex, now remember, mm-hmm. We're talking about monogamy here. This is not a show about how to have a lifelong relationship with your housekeeper or your banker. This is how to have a relationship, a lifelong relationship, with the person you said you loved, that you said you wanted to spend the rest of your life with. And that means till death do us part. So if your partner said till death do us part, and I've been through this in my second marriage, When my second husband decided he was done with sex, I didn't divorce him immediately. Mm -hmm. However, I should have because I already saw the writing on the wall. Eventually, this this was not, you know, it was going to blow up in both of our faces one way or another. You know, he ultimately decided to take some very dangerous chemicals into his body, human growth hormone Mm -hmm. mixed with testosterone lethal combination for some people and he became absolutely crazy and suffered from steroid rage and I luckily got out of there with my life no kidding Mm -hmm. as you know yeah yeah but the other story is if it's the woman or the man who says I'm done I don't want to have sex anymore then where's the quality of lifelong commitment that's the question you need to ask and Mm -hmm. you have to be a skilled enough communicator to say you know Honey, when you said that you were going to love me forever and I was going to love you forever, that meant our physical needs. Because in every other area, we can hire somebody. Right. We can hire a cook. We can hire a gardener. We can hire a cleaner. We can hire this, a driver. Every place we can hire somebody. The one thing in a monogamous lifelong marriage I can't do is I can't hire a gigolo to come over and have sex with me. If you won't, sweetie, what do you recommend? <laughs> but you have to yeah. do it far more subtly than that. And, you know, I teach clients yeah. how to do it in the most loving, calm way. It's a series of conversations so that together you come up with the outside-the-box solution. And this works if you have a spouse who, through some horrific health issue, can no longer satisfy you through intercourse. But the bottom line is, as long as someone has one hand that functions, one hand that functions, that's the bottom line requirement, that person can satisfy his or her spouse forever if they do it in a loving and intimate way. (laughs) That's right. Absolutely. And, you know, the key is that... A woman who refuses to have sex but stays in the marriage ends up as her husband's servant. But a slave, a slave who has sex with her master, as in the case of Jefferson, may become his beloved. Yes. So the role Mm -hmm. of sex between a couple can change everything. And if you're someone who's opted out of sex in your marriage, I am saying to you, be very cautious here. Mm -hmm. Because Mm -hmm. most people who do this are either have some sort of evil intention, as my 
husband turned out to have, or they're just so incredibly naive, they don't have the skills they need to have a successful lifelong marriage. Oh, you're, are you saying that if someone that opts out of sex in the marriage, they could have the evil intention to, by doing it? Yeah. Or Yeah, my husband did, absolutely. Just, my husband did. Okay. Instead of just, I, sure. mean, I would think that most people just, it's its their tight, you know, after being together so long, it's not new, it's not fresh, or the hormones. You know, women, it can be very painful to have sex after menopause, the the, uh, if, again, Marla, Marla yeah. mm-hmm. we never yeah. want to give people the problem without the solution, I know. Of so, course. Yeah, you absolutely need to know what I've learned. So if this is something mm-hmm. that is confusing to you, and every single friend of mine who's in my age range has been asking me what to do, and I've acquired an enormous amount of information about this, as well as experts who can provide it for you. We are talking only about non-traditional hormones. Traditional hormones are too dangerous. Right. Yeah, there's a lot. We're going to do a whole show on that. So there are things that you can do. There's uh, 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 Replens, which uh, a professional sex... um, professional told me about and we did a show about that too you know uh, lubricants and things like that so we'll do a whole show because we're running out of time but um yeah that is wonderful uh it is so important yeah and and you know what i have a lot of friends calling me too and say you know i had one the other day call me and say because she's just in her early 50s she says oh i'm this is kind of this is too personal you know you don't have to tell me but but uh, does it, you know, are you having some problems with pain and sex, you know? After, and so we talk, do get a lot of calls once you get to be a certain age, you know, friends wanting to know what's going on, what are you doing, am I, you know, is I, normal? Yeah. I, so, I actually yeah. have a special recipe that I will give anyone who emails me or calls me for it, as well as a awesome. whole group of products. So if this is mm-hmm. something that's important to you, and many women, you know, who've gone through menopause, just avoid men, avoid sex, yeah. don't realize the solutions are there. And that's what this is so great that we're doing this podcast about this topic. Thank you. It's such a hot topic. Yes, we're going to do that. So, you guys, we're winding down. But, um, yes, go to my website, marlamartinson.com. Uh, it's in the show notes. And uh, go and get your free when – you, when you go on the front page, you can get a free – self-love and guided meditation and an ebook, and then you could also uh, sign up for Susan and, and my uh, free training, How to Marry a Billionaire. But you don't have to marry a billionaire. You could just get a good guy, but there's amazing tips, and, and you know, we've talked for a whole hour uh, things you're going to learn, how to attract uh, the right man and the things that the men are looking for, you know, that, that we don't realize. Um, just as, it, you know, just like uh, you have to keep having sex in your marriage if you want to have a great marriage and have your man interested. We even talk about clothing, makeup, all of it. Um, so it's really great. And then go to Susan's website. Susan, you want to give your website? Yes, thank you, honey. Heartspace Solutions, plural, dot com. Heartspace Solutions dot com. Yes. And take advantage of that free call with Susan. All right, everybody. So until next time, tune in again because we're going to be talking, getting to, down to the nitty-gritty on um, all of the things you can do if you are having some issues uh, 
after menopause with, with wanting sex. All right. Thanks for popping in, Susan. And goodbye, everyone. Much love. And until next time.